You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the game, yeah, building the game. All right. (laughs) All right. Are we ready? Yes, we're ready. We're ready? For a Building the Game episode. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Boy golly. Boy golly. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday... Today is Monday, the 20th. You're listening to episode 303. That's 303. I'm Jason. That's Rob. We're just recording. It's great. I feel like that accent changed like four times over the course of the little intro there. Yeah. That's that's a lot like <laughs> Joshua Josh Mills' accent. Oh, the South Carolina accent. It's a little, little spotty. Yeah. yeah they, but it's, it's more or less the South Carolina. Right. Yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Josh, Joshua, Josh Mills. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's good. That was good though. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way it evolved. You like the way it evolved? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think by the end you really found it. Yeah. Yeah. It took you, it took you a minute, but you found it. You know, I was, what I'm trying to always channel is Zelda Rubenstein. (laughs) This house is clear. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's this guy who we talk to. When we're at the Black Knight conventions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Jeff. And yeah. he, he sounds like Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. He looks a little bit like her, too. He's just really tall. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's like, this release is clear. Yeah. Man, I uh, I like I like Jason with accents. This, this, you don't do this. This is usually my thing. Right, I, right, I like right. where this is. This is this is the new world we're blazing, the new trailer blazing I, I, here. I do this with my kids and... Uh, and Laurel keeps going, do another one, do another one. Talk like Scrooge McDuck. That's what they always tell me. Um, uh-huh. And uh, Josiah's like, can you just talk normal? <laughs> Please talk normal. <laughs> he doesn't like it. He does not. I don't know why, but he just like, yeah. so I'll talk, still talk in a different accent. He's like, no, talk normal, dad. That's not normal. <laughs> That's funny. But Laurel thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I think it's hilarious too. I fully support it. <laughs> Uh, next time we get drunk, I'm going to want you to, to sing the Humpty Dance that way. No. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. So good luck all with right. that. I got people trying to get me to do that all the time. All the time. I've only heard it once. So, yeah, I know. Only it's once. been a long time. It's you'll, been a long time. I bet you'll never hear it again. I, there's a fair chance I will never. I feel like maybe I've retired the Humpty Dance. You think so? so? Yeah. Huh. If somebody ever challenged me to like do a rap song and do a rap battle, I would not do the Humpty Dance. I would do a different song. What would you do? So I'd probably do Alphabet Aerobics. That that one. Yeah, I'm not going to do it, but I probably would do that if I had to. We'll, is it something I would have heard? No, probably no. not. Okay, it's, so. it's by Black Alicious. It's like okay, I don't remember when it came out, but I know the whole song. It's like it goes to the alphabet, mm-hmm. like saying like 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 A is artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing, and then like it goes to B and then C and then D and then E. Okay, I can I can do the song. I, Josiah used to be able to do the song. Oh. Um, yeah, when he was three, he learned the song, and it was pretty impressive because he could rap. That's pretty cool. That whole song. Um, yeah, uh, it got popular because um, not got it was popular before, but it got some more play uh, a couple years ago. I want to say because uh, Daniel Radcliffe did it on like Jimmy oh, Kimmel or something. Oh, that's yeah. So yeah, and yep. so yeah, but, I, yeah. 
Right. Okay. It's actually funny. We were in an IT meeting and having lunch uh-huh. uh, and they, somebody played that. And they're like, that's so amazing. That's that's so hard to do. And I wanted to be like, that's not that hard. And you want to like, just bust I, it out. I, right but there. I wasn't going to yeah. work, but like I could have. Like, I, yeah. like it's not hard. Like right. you memorize words and say them in a row in a certain rhyming pattern. It's yeah. not hard. Right. So it's hard to do without the music though. I'll tell you that. I bet. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that reminds me, we, um, we've had some pretty severe rains here. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of flooding actually. All, all across the country, there's been some pretty rough <clears throat> weather, right? Right. Right, right. In Kalamazoo specifically, we had some pretty pretty bad flooding a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, my dad sent me and my brother a picture because my dad has a workshop right separate from his house, right? Yeah. You know, right? yeah so yeah. anyway, and um, in the backyard, uh, there's a garden, but it also floods and bad rain. Mm-hmm. And so he sent sent us a picture. He had uh, he had hooked up a pump and was pumping water out of it over the train tracks next door, you know, kind of down to another area that would go away. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say not over the train tracks, under the train tracks. That's smart. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was right, actually right. like, does this story involve a train running over his uh, <laughs> no, hose? <laughs> no, no train re- derailments or anything like that. No, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and so, so he, he, he texted us and said something like pump is going. And then I immediately texted back the, the lyrics to pump up the jam. Um, uh, and he and my brother were very confused and, yeah. uh, it didn't go over the way I wanted it to. And I was disappointed in them. You're probably used to that though, in general. Yeah. They're not as so, hip as I am. Yeah. Like think about how unhip I am, Jason. Yeah, right. <laughs> Multiply that by about three. And that's where you get my brother and my father. Actually, that's where you get my brother. Multiply <laughs> that. Right. We'll, we'll multiply that again by three. three. And that's my father. Wow, that is pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We yeah. are we are squares. Yes. We are squares. I uh, I am the hippest couch. No, that's not true because my wife and my sister in law are much hipper than me, and they're into couches. Can you name the group that sang "Pump Up the Gym"? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm shocked. Come on. Come on, I know that at least. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. Sure. It seems like there's something you would just not know. You'd just be like, pump, pump the jam, pump it up, right? And that's, you know. Yeah. Wow, yeah. the beat is, I, yeah, I don't remember it now off the top of my head, but yeah. yeah. Well, all you have to do is say the hook to yeah. get people excited. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I played uh, I played Monza with my niece. Yeah, Monza. Yeah, Monza is good. I like that. I don't know if we played it right. We just kind of played it enough so that we could you know we were doing i didn't bother to read the rules i just kind of remembered what you had told me and said let's do that it's not hard we rolled the dice and we moved the thing to colors and that was fun yeah that's that's as simple as it is yeah Yeah. and then like like i said the only house rule we use is if you don't get anything you just re-roll yeah right and then we did the same thing right yeah Yeah. because then otherwise kids are sad man you're making your kids sad we said we said you get up to three re-rolls and if you still can't do anything then your turn's right and that shouldn't happen very often it never happened yeah Yeah. actually Um, happened to me once Right. That's okay. If it happens yeah. to the adult, I don't care. I don't care. Right. Right. And then, like, sometimes we do multiple laps, but usually we don't. Yeah. Right. So there, I don't. I don't know if there's rules on that or not. I, I think no it's idea. just a race around the board. But, yeah. I have no idea. Um. Yeah. But that was fun. Monza's good. I liked it. Um. What else have I been playing? Uh, we've been playing Super Mario Level Up quite a bit at our game yeah? nights. And, okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. The kids are really liking that. They don't fully understand it. But they uh-huh. like it. They like that they can vote no and make mom mad. So <laughs> that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. That so. sounds good. Cool. Yeah, what am I playing? Video games. I'm playing some video games with the with the games on the on the machine. What did I? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing important. Okay. Spoiler alert for Breath of the Wild. Uh, so wait, I haven't played it yet. 
You're not going to play it. No, I'm not. So, and this is a, so this is for the DLC. So, okay. spoiler for the DLC, and it's not a big deal. I was surprised by it. You may want to be surprised. You, there's a um, you go through this is huge the motorcycle. Quest. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw some it's videos online. Pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. Shaped like a horse. Yeah, it's pretty. It's cool. really fast. You can ram people with. Okay, it. is it Epona or Epona? Huh? The the horse Link's horse. What horse? Link's horse. Uh I don't know. My horse's name is Speckles. <laughs> Josiah named him. Okay. Well, um, there's there's the 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 classic name of the horse from Legend of Zelda. I don't know. I don't remember which one it was. But can it was, you get that in in? Breath well, of the I think that's what the motorcycle's modeled after. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Right. The, the motorcycle is called Master Cycle Zero, and it's you literally could just cast it, and it just mm-hmm. shows up, and you have to fuel it, which is a little annoying, but mm-hmm. it it runs really well on apples. And apples you can get everywhere. So like Makes eight apples fills the tank and it'll run for probably 10, 15 minutes on that. Horses like apples. Yeah, yeah. they do, right? Um, but it's great because like I can drive that thing like a long ways really fast. And yeah. um, it's just nice because it All used to be All the way across like, Hyrule? No. Eh, that'd probably take a couple tanks of gas. Oh. If you need to go across Hyrule, teleporting is the best way to go. Oh, okay. Um, because you can teleport to any shrine you've been to that you've mm-hmm. beaten. Yeah. No, not even beaten. You just have to unlock it. And once you unlock it, you can teleport. So, I mean, I can teleport to one of 140 places on the board at huh. any given time. That's nice. Um, but sometimes you just want to go from one village to another and you don't yeah. feel like teleporting. And then I bust out the Master Cycle Zero and... Gotcha. Um, it's also, they stop you from using it in shrines. You can use all your other abilities mm. on there in shrines, but not that. And, and here's why. Because it, there are some shrines, jumps in shrines that are just long enough that you can't make. With a motorcycle, you go at full speed, you jump the motorcycle, and then jump off the motorcycle, get enough height, you can use uh-huh. your... Uh, your little uh, little parachute glider, yeah. glider thing. And yeah. then just glide across. Yeah. So that's why they don't let you do that. But that's actually pretty sweet for mountains. When you're driving across a mountain, you just leap oh. off the top of it, yeah. drop your motorcycle... And if the motorcycle crashes into something or lands in the water, it just turns off. Like it oh. just disappears and you have okay. to recast it. But it's fine. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I right like on. it. Yeah. Um, I love taunting low level enemies with it because you just barrel them over and you can just keep driving in circles and keep ramming them until they die. It's, it's pretty nice. sweet. Nice. And they can't hit you because you're going too fast. <laughs> right. Nice. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, the, hor- the horse, the horse's name is, it's spelled E-P-O-N-A. And uh, I never knew whether to call it Epona or Epona. I think Epona is what I would say. I, I like that better as an adult. I think as a kid, I might have said Epona, yeah. but I, I don't really, anyway, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. As a kid, I said Goulet instead of Guile, so. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> Sonic Boom! Um, I guess they're they're bringing Blanca back in the newest Street Fighter. I heard that, yeah. Because people like him because he's such a troll. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, Blanca and who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? I don't know. The other monstery dude in Street Fighter. I don't know. Um Total Brain Fart. Who did you use in Street Fighter? I was never much of a st- Street Fighter no? kid. No. I I mean, so I like um floaty guy with the stretchy arms. What's his name? Oh, jeez. Dalsim or Dalsim, yeah. Dalsim, yeah. Yeah, again, never yeah. quite sure how to pronounce it. What was right. Dalsim or Dalsim. Yeah, I, I think I always said Dalsim. But anyway, so I, I always liked him. I thought he was the coolest looking one, but it doesn't mean I was any good with him. No, he's not very good. Okay. So at least well, I always lost him. I used Chun-Li usually. Okay. that I, upside down helicopter kick was wicked. Yeah. I, I always liked that he had reach, though. You know, he yeah, had the stretching, right? That's reach, that's what yeah. I liked about him. But yeah. I was never good at that. Right. I really desperately want to get the new Dragon Ball Fighter Z game, but... It's sixty bucks for a fighting game, and I'm bad at fighting games. <laughs> right. 
I just can't bring myself to do it. I really want it. <laughs> anyway. So we'll Video lease games. the prices in over 9,000. I mean, that would be. Yeah. Uh, I think the last time I looked at the player count, though, on Steam, it was over 9,000. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. Um, no, what I really want to grab right now is uh, I we were talking before we started recording. I really like my PSVR. I really like... You want more games for it? Yeah, I want more games for it. But it's like the Nintendo Switch. There's not nearly enough games for yeah, it. Yeah, I really like it. Like So so um, the last two games that I've been playing, uh, I played Accounting Plus, which is super weird. That's a terrible name for a game. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. Yeah. Uh, and I played uh, Polybius. Polybius is a Jeff Minter game. I don't know if anybody out there knows who Jeff Minter I've is. I've heard of Jeff Minter. He's the guy who designed the original Tempest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so he's... He, uh, he's big on weird uh like rail shooter stuff and so this this is a rail shooter but you know everything's imagine tempest but you're inside it right okay yeah you know so it's coming at you like and all around you and you can turn around look anyway but it's like it's amped up and like just a seizure waiting to happen (laughs) it is far out uh and i really like it a lot um but moss is out now Moss is, uh, I haven't played it yet. I need to pick it up. Probably going to get it this coming weekend uh, or download it, I should say, just because that's when I'll have time to play with it. But Moss is, I, I played a demo of it uh, and the demo just charmed the pants off of me. Um, uh, I mean, literally, not literally. Um, that was a bad joke. I, that wasn't funny. You didn't laugh. I didn't laugh because actually ever since you brought up Moss, I just remember the one family episode where Chris was dating Kate Moss and she was so thin she was two dimensional. So literally like she wouldn't be there and all of a sudden be like and she'd turn sideways and you'd be able to see her. What show was that? Family Guy. And he's like, Dad, don't talk about her. She might be here. You can't always see her. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So that Um, show was terrible in all the worst ways, but sometimes sometimes it was was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but no, Moss is a it's a it's a game that you control a little mouse that's running around, a little mouse with a sword and going on some kind of adventure. But it's you know, it's it's a platformer and and you are you are kind of floating outside and looking in on the environment and you're stationary, but your little mouse guy's running around inside the environment. And when you get when you get through to the end of a section, then it just kind of you change to a new perspective, either on the same section or on an adjacent area and you kind of run them through that way but you also with your controller you can go in there and you can kind of interact with some things in the environment to help help moss i guess i think moss is a she come to think of it or no i'm sorry i don't know what moss is, the, is it the actually ma- spelled m-o-s-s m-o-s-s yeah but i'm sorry the the mouse's name is quill so i think quill is a she right, anyway i played a demo it was cool. great i loved everything about it can't wait to play the thing psvr is cool if you have a playstation 4 it's it's cool and you're even a little bit curious about it just, just go by just it. do it's it fine. okay it's it's cool it's cool uh if you're curious about vr it's super easy and i love it i love it so anyway moving on we have so yeah rob's got a bunch of topics to <laughs> i talk mean about we have so many things on twitter i asked i went on twitter and said hey what did i say I said, looking for topic ideas to discuss while recording tonight. Questions and comments are welcome, too. They don't even have to be gaming-related. We just need to fill an hour. Please help. We're desperate. So uh, I have some stuff to share here. Shall I move on? You shall. Okay. Uh, first we have from TC Petty III. Uh, I'm not sure who that guy is. Has weird hair. 
Strange hair, this guy. Anyway, he says, uh, he has a series of questions. First of all, I think you mean luxurious. Nope, weird. What is the perfect game length? 45 minutes, fact. Hmm. 20 minutes, fact. Hmm. I can't reconcile those two facts because they're both true. (laughs) Right. Um, I would say for a weightier game, 45 minutes is key. mm -hmm. For a lighter game, 20 minutes is is 15 to 20 minutes is perfection. Okay. I I like 20 because 15 minutes a little too quick sometimes. But yeah. Yep. You're not wrong. What do you wish would be the hot new trend in gaming? Hot new trend. What would it be? What would we like it to be? I would like it to be games designed by someone who lives in Michigan. Because then you and I and all of our local buddies would be would just be going bonkers. Yeah. Right. That's that would be Michigan Michigan gaming. Michigan gaming. That's the hot new trend. Watch out for it. It's coming 2020. We're in the ramp up period right now. 2020 is going to be the year of Michigan. Um uh let's see uh games without historical accuracy i think he wants us to talk about that as a topic games without historical accuracy games without historical accuracy uh like some topic right now like zombie games or they're not historically accurate well i was thinking more like oh but there's been so many things about games that are historical games that aren't accurate and they don't necessarily are not inclusive enough and that sort of thing. And that's oh, like a yeah. whole topic. Sure. You're right. That is. That's a topic. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Okay. Um, where would you go on a board game road trip? Hmm. I would go to South Carolina to see Joshua Josh Mills. Yeah. You know, actually, you know where I would go on a board game road trip? Where? To Maine. That's a better road trip. You're right. I don't want to see Josh Mills. You're right. We've seen him before. Let's go to Maine, Jason. Let's have What's a, in Maine, Rob? Uh uh your moderator Chris. Yeah, is in Maine and I would love to go up and see Me too. See Chris. That'd be cool. Let's go to Maine. Let's just go. Let's see, what are you doing right now? Let's I'm just recording a podcast. Let's we, just, we could quit at any time. Let's 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 go. Okay, we're back. Uh, next question. Best dummy player mechanics. Well, any game designed by TC Petty. Um, <laughs> games. Uh, it's too easy. It was low hand fruit. TC, come on. Best game that that sucks. Anything designed by TC. Uh, games you once loved but have grown apart from. Uh, Viva Java. It's that- <laughs> <laughs> too easy. I'm just kidding. I never <laughs> play that game. I don't ever want to. <laughs> Ouch, burning. No, uh, games uh, that I once loved with Grown Apartment, uh, I, I want to say, I mean, you know, stuff that I played as a kid, really. Oh, you I know? was going to say Settlers of Catan. Yeah, well, see, I was never into Set- Settlers for, of Catan. But yeah. I can answer the question too, Rob. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Sure. Um, More of a than T.C. Petty. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've met T.C., you know that's the case. Yeah, I suppose. Um yeah, for me, yeah. So for me, it's stuff I played as a kid. You know, Monopoly. Uh, I still like Clue, but it's not good. It's not a good game, but I still like it. Clue right? isn't bad if you give people, you know, like distances they can move that aren't one. Yeah, to six. and I've never played that way, right? But like Operation, Operation, not a good game. Never was. Never was. Didn't know that as a kid though. Uh, all right, moving on. 
we have a couple things here from Patrick Rowland or Rowland. Curly waffle thin or steak fries? Yeah. Um, steak waffle curly regular. Let's make sure we define steak fries here. Are these like the like the wedges? Wedges, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's I, why wanna... I think of wedges when you say steak fries. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah, yeah. some people would think, oh, they're just thick cut fries, right? No, no that's bull. Yeah. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I would say steak curly waffle thin. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just really like waffle fries. There's something about like waffle shape. They're just, just often not prepared well. That is that is a risky run, and right? I don't know why. I don't. I don't either. You think that'd actually be the easiest, right? So the, the only like I so the good waffle fries, the best waffle fries I've ever had were from Carl's Jr. Okay. Okay. Sure. Those are good waffle fries, and every time I've I've gotten waffle fries from somewhere else, I've been disappointed. Right. Because they were not enough. as good as the ones from Carl's Jr. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, note not mentioned on here, crinkle cut fries, because those are garbage. <laughs> Patrick knows that. <laughs> I know that. So do I. The rest of the world knows that. Right. Some of them, some people won't admit it. <laughs> They're shit. <laughs> uh, Patrick also asks, oh, he's got a couple of things, a couple more here. So he says, you're stuck on an island with one game. What well, You're stuck on an island. What one game do you bring with you? Assuming there's enough people there to play it with you. So if I pick a number, there's assuming there's enough people to play it with me. Yeah. Don't get eaten by TC Petty. That plays 12 players. You know Does how really? useful it would be to have 12 people on the island with you? That's a fair point. It would be super useful. So yeah. TC, you win simply because your game has a high player count. <laughs> Unless somebody can think wow. of a 16-player game, and then I would pick that one instead. What was that? What was that? Uh, the one we played with uh, with Bunch of People at Origins a couple of years ago? That, um, that uh, it was... Oh, well, to that end, dude, let's just play Werewolf, because Werewolf can play an infinite number of people. I so badly don't want to play werewolf. That's the thing I hate. <laughs> I, I don't. That's right. Else. You're right. You're right. That ah, I would ah. bring the game with me to get the people and then never play the game. <laughs> right. No, for me, it's, just burn it for heat. My desert island game is is Carcassonne. It's got to be right. Right. Five player version. That's fine. <laughs> uh, last from uh, from Patrick here. What do you think of IP games that don't use the official IP? For example, a Star Trek game that uses all those themes but isn't actually a Star Trek game. I don't know. I'm totally cool with it. I'm totally fine with it. I'm yeah. just laughing because sitting next to me is a copy of Dinosaur Island. Right. <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> it's the Jurassic Park game. It literally... Without Jurassic I mean, Park it has it. Mr. DNA on the back of it. Right, It just right. looks totally different. But that that game is actually a great model for like, yeah. hey, we couldn't afford the IP, so we just made another sure. game that basically is is Jurassic Park. And everyone gets sued. it, right? Yep. And yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yep. I am all for it. I think it's I, funny. Honestly, um, a big positive for those are they don't carry um, the... Yep. The, the heaviness of the IP, right? Right. Sometimes when somebody sees a Star Trek game, they assume it's going to suck because it's a it's a licensed sure. game, right? It come with all the baggage. Right. right. That's the baggage. Yep. That's what I was talking about. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Julio Nazario says, if a publisher is interested... Julio. Julio Nazario. Julio. Julio Nazario. I'm have to sorry. Get that wrong? Look, I'm reading... I don't know. I'm, ba- I'm a bad... I'm a bad... I'm a bad, Jason. <laughs> uh, if a pu- I'm a bad. I'm a bad. I'm a bad. Man, I just need messages keep rolling in. I've got seven new messages. Since. Oh my gosh. gosh. All right. If a publisher is interested in your game and takes your prototype, question one, how long should you wait to contact them if you don't hear from them? Seven days. Oh, wait, no, three days. No, wait, no, three days is with a girl with your phone number. Um, uh, uh, Two months. I was going to say 90 days. 
I would give him two months. I'm not that patient. Okay. Should you still be playtesting and showing your game to other publishers? Uh, show it to other publishers, yes. Playtesting, up to you. Yeah. Depends on how good you feel it is. Right. Because playtesting, you could make some changes that new publisher might hate. True. Which would suck. Sure. Okay. I agree. Okay. Nate Jones says, do games need a victory condition? Is it possible to design a game that can be fun to play to fun to play through even though there's no winner or loser? Nope, that would be an activity and it could be fun but it would not be a game. Games have a win condition. It's kind of a key piece of it being a right. game. Um even co-op games have a win condition. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Yep. Okay. Mikey Ham, Mikey says design a TV game show including prizes and stage design. That's a hard one. Pass. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> That's a big question. That's a big question. It's a design a TV game show. So uh, I wouldn't want to just do trivia, right? So, well, you need a hook. You got to have some kind of a hook. Something that in, is in the title or you can explain in like eight words. And everybody goes, oh, I need, I should watch that, right? So, so you need a hook. So here's how the game show works. Kay. They put you in a cage with animals. Okay. And uh, your goal is to not let the animals kill and eat you. And the name of the show is Don't Get Eated. Ah. There we go. I'm gonna Set s- design, very rustic. I'm going to say the game's called Cage Match, and you are in a, you are in a cage trying to light a fire with only one match. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's the thing. So it's a, the, the stage design, it looks like you're at a campsite, right? But it's, you know, it, it's, it's a fake, fake forest, and there's, and there's, uh, there's two cages around around two campfires, right? That have have all the fixins, all the the tinder and everything, right? Um, and uh, and there's the you know the studio lights because you gotta light it properly. There's a big scoreboard in the back, but then you know fake trees or maybe they're real trees, but they're whatever doesn't matter. Uh, and the um, the host is always wearing like a safari outfit and a pith helmet, totally out of place because it's like a North American forest, not a not a, a rainforest thing. Right. But you know. The, the the costumer doesn't care, you know. Right, right, right. Um, all the players have to dress up like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. That's yeah. that's a part of the that's wardrobe. Uh, there's no studio audience. There's there's just also a bunch of cages filled with hungry uh, carnivorous animals, um, and they're there to to make you scared while you're trying to. Who couldn't start a fire with a single match with all the right materials? That person hey. deserves to lose the show. Oh, well, I know people are stupid, man. They they don't want actual Boy Scouts on the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Cor- Corvitus, Corvitus Games, C-O-R-V-I-T-I-S, Corvitus yeah. Games. It's it's Horvitus Games, Rob. Oh, gosh, I look. I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 a bad Jason. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Which is better or worse, depending on how you spin it? One, a game you thought you had actually been playing for an hour that was only took that only took thirty minutes, or a game you thought you'd been playing for thirty minutes but realized you'd been playing it for an hour. It's got to be the second one, right? Why? Because if you've played a game for 30 minutes and you feel like it was an hour, that game was not good. And if you played the game for 30 minute, for an hour and it only felt like 30 minutes, that game was superb. I mean, you don't like long games either. And when yeah. you, we've both said we finished a game that was like an hour, it was yeah. like, wow, that was an hour, but it okay. didn't feel like That's it, the right, right answer. You're right. That's the right answer. Uh, all right. Griffin Games. We got several uh, uh, from Griffin Games and some from Andrew Griffin. Uh, we're double Griffin here. Uh, Griffin Games says pitch a game themed around the calendar, month, view, or full year. 
Either is fine. Is the werewolf theme overdone? Should it join the zombies? Oh, this is two different challenges. So there's a pitch challenge and then a question about werewolves. So so first, pitch a game themed around the calendar, month, view, or full year. Either is fine. No, I don't want to do that. Is the werewolf? <laughs> I did that that one time. You remember did. that year-long game? It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. No, well, I don't. I think I've toyed with those sorts of ideas before too. Uh, and have regretted it because I didn't have any ideas, and it just feels awkward. Um, it's the, the game is called You Got Scheduled. All right. <laughs> uh, is the werewolf theme overdone? Should it join the zombies? Yes. Yes. In fact, I would rather retire the werewolf theme than the zombie theme, personally. Eh, I'm done with both. <laughs> I'm done with both. Uh, Andrew Griffin asks, have you guys seen Black Panther yet? Did you see it yet? No, not yet. I can't wait to see it. Okay, Andrew says I saw it on the weekend and he was underwhelmed. Okay, uh, well, uh, I haven't even seen it. I can tell you you're wrong. So, <laughs> I liked it. I, I think I think um, people are uh, maybe blowing it up a little bit more than is warranted. Uh, people are getting really excited about the the social uh, opportunities. The you know the cultural the cultural touchstone that it seems to be right. Right. An all black cast uh, and and. Uh, uh, well, mainly all about class. Oh, and I'm sorry, all the strong female characters in it as yep. well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Dory Majeure or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember the, all their names, but and, and those are absolutely wonderful things. Um, it is it is good. It's it's one of the better Marvel movies. Uh, I'm not. I don't know if it's the best, but I'm also not sure if I would pick one that's better. It does definitely have the best villain though, by leaps and bounds. It cool. has actually the two best villains in my in my opinion, right? Of any of the Marvel movies. So there there are two white people in the cast. Uh, mm-hmm. it's uh Bilbo Baggins, and, uh, and Gollum. And Gollum. Yeah, you realize that means they're the two the two Tolkien white guys. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's Somebody posted that joke online and made I, me laugh. Yeah, I so read that. I stole on Twitter it. too. Um, yeah. Uh, Kill Killmonger is well. Okay. Um, Don't spoil stuff. No, so so. Uh, what is what is dude's name? Michael B. Jordan. No, I'm I'm thinking about um Eric Killmonger. No, slow down, Jason. Stop Ulysses interrupting Claw. me. That's the guy <laughs> I'm thinking of, okay? Who was Gollum and his name is Andy Serkis, yeah. right? Okay. He... Caesar. He, yes, also fantastic films. Have you seen those? I need to. I haven't They're yet. really good. I couldn't get past that it was Planet of the Apes. They're really good. The second one is the best one. Yeah. It's amazing. But the third one's really good, too. Anyway, um, so Andy Serkis, I, like, he was in... Age of Ultron for like five minutes, and he was the best part of Age of Ultron. Yeah, he was in, good in my I like opinion, him. right? I like him, yeah. And I've been waiting a long time for him to come back, and he's back in this one, and he is awesome. He is awesome. In any other Marvel movie, it's be like that guy is the coolest villain we've ever seen in a Marvel movie, and then Killmonger shows up, and you're like, oh no, wait, nice. nice. Oh no, wait, this guy is even better. Cool, cool. Yeah. So anyway, so and they like. They're both good villains because they both they both have investment in the story. They both oh, that's good. They, they both Marvel matter, is right? Bad about that, right? They, they're not just these are the bad guys that want to destroy everything, right? And they they well, have it's one of the reasons why the Winter Soldier was so good, right? Because the well, villain right. was somebody we knew and we could believe in, and sure. like we wanted to be the good guy, right? Yeah, right. Um, but at, at any rate, um, really good. The bad guys are great. Great. Uh, the other uh, question here for Andrew, uh, well, a couple more. How, uh, I'm enjoying the tick on Amazon. He says, I also, I finished watching the tick on Amazon just last night. It's really good. Oh, it, nice. It's a good relaunch of the, sh- of the series. 
Serafinovitz. 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 Anyway, Peter Pizza. It's Herafinowitz. I'm a bad. Right. It's good though. It's good. Um, I I enjoyed it, uh, and it is genuinely funny. There were several. There was at least one laugh out loud moment for me, in I think in every episode. Nice. Um, really good. Um, let's see. Uh, back to Griffin Games here. Can you think of any way to save Monopoly by substituting roll and move with a different movement mechanic and adding minis? I don't want to do that. Yeah, you know what you should play Monopoly what? Gamer. Okay, oh, is that? I don't know, but it's got minis, okay. and everybody says it's really good. It's oh. got boss battles. It's got oh. Mario. What else do you want? That sounds cool. Uh, also says, um, oh, huh. he says, sorry, I have two Twitter accounts and keep accidentally switching between them. So Andrew Griffin and Griffin Games is the same person. That explains a lot. Double Griffin. Yeah. Um, Double Griffin attack. He's asking about Iron Fist. I'm halfway through that and enjoying it despite the stupidity. The You're wrong. You're not enjoying it. It's not good. Stop enjoying it. Yeah, that drunkard scene. It, uh, it, uh, in oh, the, the this is with the drunk the drunk fighter. He says reminds me of the drunken master in Virtual Fighter. Uh, yeah, so that that shows garbage. <laughs> that is that is total and utter garbage. And that that drunk fighter guy wishes that it was as good as Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, in Legend of the Drunken Jackie Master, Chan and wishes awesome. it was as good as Virtual Fighter. Um. But on a positive note, I saw the the sneak preview for Luke Cage season two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is it, is it good? It looks good because he's, yeah. he's Luke Cage. Luke Cage is awesome. And there's also a still photo of him fighting someone in Misty Night, clocking somebody with a robot arm, nice. which is pretty ba. Good. Which I'm assuming she gets from Danny Rand because you know he's a gajillionaire. He pays for he's, everything because he's stupid Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's Bruce Wayne if Bruce Wayne was less cool. Right. He's like if Bruce Wayne and Scott Summers had a baby together. That would be, <laughs> <laughs> and had like uh, no superpowers, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in just, uh, just God, I hate Iron Fist so I, much. The best way I can describe Iron Fist is a twelve-hour erectile dysfunction commercial. He's like just that. such <laughs> a yeah. He's a whiny little brat. Yeah. Oh, he's awful. Oh, but I want my company back, guys. Come on. Yeah. Oh, he's awful. I <clears throat> I have not watched the new season of Punisher. I I think new new season of uh, Jessica Jones is either on now or it's about to come up. I think it just came out. Does, yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I kind of don't care. Oh, I like Jessica Jones, but everything I've read is that it's it's not nearly as good because it's, it's it has a severe lack of David Tennant. So, well, yeah, yeah right, I mean, yeah, because he. He, he made, made that, that season, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that that show was he was the single most terrifying villain that Marvel has had, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, just just totally killer. Um, but yeah, so I kind of I'm like I kind of done with the Netflix Marvel shows after Iron Fist was so bad, and then Daredevil season two, or I'm sorry, Defenders, excuse me. Oh yeah, before that Daredevil season two, I was disappointed about, and then Defenders was hot garbage. I I liked the Defenders, but it wasn't it was not that great, but I did enjoy it. But Luke Cage was really good. Luke Cage <clears throat> was really good, and Jessica Jones was really good. And season one of Daredevil was really good. And but Punisher, I have no want to watch that. I'll probably watch it eventually. Ooh, but I just, no, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just, I, I will probably watch it eventually, but I'm not in any hurry. Right. On another note, yeah. I stopped watching Walking Dead. I gave up on it. Yeah? I actually gave up on it. Congratulations. I finally did something that annoyed me enough that I just quit watching the show. Like, I read about the episode. Yeah. It was the episode that was a couple episodes ago. A major character bites it. Uh, so I know for who that to watch is. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it was just like, it's just become misery porn. Like it literally is just like. It was that from the first episode, Jason. <clears throat> no, 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 no. There was always hope. There was hope, right? 
there was hope for something good and they've destroyed all that hope and now it could still end good but i just don't care anymore like i just i stopped watching it's it. not gonna like, end good though i and i actually i was so certain i wanted to stop watching it that so that i couldn't change my mind mm-hmm. i went and just deleted it from my recording history so that it, all the episodes are gone and i can't like i'd have to reprogram it mm. so so yeah. what i'm doing now is i'm just reading the synopsis on io9 where they just make fun of it yeah and that's actually much better <laughs> no i mean but there was no way from from episode one because i watched the first the the pilot right i did watch that which i think was like a two-hour pilot or something yeah the pilot was the first season was pretty solid i watched that and i was like i can see where this is going and there's there's no happiness there's no win here what, there's no happy ending what i like they're not going to cure the zombie plague come right. on what i liked about the show was was this I liked that, like, you when you watch a survival movie, right? And at the end, you're like, oh, they survived. But, like, what if that movie went on forever? What if it was really their whole lives of survival? Like, that sounds sexy to me. I like that. The problem is... Um, it's a drag, dude. Well, it, it, they make it a drag, right? Because they add conflict you don't need, and they add... They make main characters idiots to do stupid things to surprise you and to mm-hmm. make storylines work, and... It's just not a very smartly written show, which is too bad because it's a pretty smartly written comic. Uh, I've read a lot yeah. of the comic, and yeah. the comic was pretty solid. So I finally says. gave up on the comic just because comics just aren't my jam. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Was that it? No, there's more. Oh, there. but wait, there's more. Um, I saw that. Ra- uh, still from from Andrew Griffin. I saw that Ready Player One is coming to cinema soon. I really. He said he's from the UK. So he right. says cinema. He says, he says cinema. cinema. It's funny. That's so cute. It's so what they have to say in the UK. As they say, they don't say the movies or the they theaters. don't say theater. Yeah, he said cinema. Cinema going to the theater. I w- really want to read it before it comes out. Have either of you read it? What was the last fictional book that you read and when? Did you read it? No. Yeah, I thought you were a fan of uh, Cl- er- Ernest Klein. I've never heard of Didn't Ernest Klein. Oh, he read The Martian. I th- um, Ready Player One's not Ernest Klein. Ready it? Player One is uh, that other guy, isn't it? I thought it was Ernest Klein. I thought it was that other guy. No, it's the... Isn't it the Scalzi or something? Or John Scalzi? Yeah. No. I'm going to read who read <laughs> No, it was Ernest Klein because he also wrote Armada. Didn't I thought you read Armada. Somebody had no read Armada. Anyway, no, it's not John Scalzi. I know John Scalzi. I'm a fan. I'm he a wrote sc- Old Man's War, right? Uh, yes, and all Old Man's War is great. Yeah, it's Ernest Klein, you're right. Yeah, okay. Never heard of that guy before, ever. Might as well be Ernest Hemingway, for all I've heard of him. Well, he's written two books. He wrote, wrote Ready Player One, and he wrote Armada. And people seem to really hate Armada. Well, yeah, that yeah. sounds about I right. Know. I don't I, I don't really have any interest in, in that, in the book or the movie. Like, I don't have a lot of patience for nostalgia just for the sake of nostalgia. Like, or that, you know, hey, hey remember this thing? The, it's that thing. You got to love it because it's that thing. I feel like I could make this sentence shorter for you. I don't really have a lot of patience. That's what I think <laughs> of when I think of Rob Couch. <laughs> I just, I just, just references for, for the sake of references, just kind of, right. I don't. You might as well be watching Star Wars, right? I just, I just, <laughs> I just feel like that's kind of, kind of cheap. Like, I don't know. And and I hope that there's more to the story than that. But that's all I get from watching those movie trailers. Yeah, I know. When I see the trailer, I mean, I just think I've got a bad feeling about this, you know. So, basically. Yeah. Yeah. More or yeah. less. Yeah. Um, so, I kind of, I don't really have any interest in that. I, I have zero plans to, to actually go see that. But his question, what was the last fictional book that you read and when? Uh, I think it was a, it was a Dresden, Dresden Files novel. Probably, it was probably book five. And it, that was, that was last summer. 
I think it was maybe it was book four. They tried to make that into a TV show, and I wish that it was stuck good because that sounded really cool. It was it was a good show. It was uh, we saw watched all that on uh, Netflix at one point. I think, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that author is uh, uh, crap. That's gonna kill me. Anyway, Dresden Files are good books. I've enjoyed them. Um, was it John Scalzi? No. Well, what about John Halsey? <laughs> what about Han Halsey? Could have been that. <laughs> Um, Jim Butcher is the author. Okay. Jim great. Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. Can you quit waving your phone and ask some more questions? We're okay. running out of time here. Oh, are we? All right. Uh, what else? Uh, boy, there's so many more questions. I want to leave a voicemail. What is your international toll free number? Seven oh seven tell BTG. If that doesn't work for you, it's not it. Record it. One seven oh seven 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 oh tell BTG. Uh, here's the thing. You want to do that? Record something on your on Just your email, email home computer yeah. and then send it to us in an email and we'll play it. Right. Promise. MB3 your way file either way, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Swear a lot. Rob will have to edit it. Yep. It'll be funny. It's the best. What's the best game design you've come up with directly resulting from a dream that you had? Um, uh, um, I, I don't remember any of my <laughs> dreams ever. Uh, I do remember some dreams, but I've never designed a game out of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks though. Sure. Um, I'm interested in what that guy dreams about now. <clears throat> what do we got? What do we got? This one is from Odin Fong. Uh, Odin says, is the current distribution model, publisher, distributor, FLGS, consumer, an outdated model? Is it limiting the quality of games and or pushing the cost of games up? Um, I, no, I mean outdated i think is maybe an unfair word to use i mean it's it is the model it's the model yeah. you know but i think the friendly local game stores are stupid and you should just close all of them oh sorry i was channeling some jerk that was an accident i don't know how yeah, that happened that sounded yeah. totally uh right accidental yeah. um <laughs> yeah i mean that's the model that's that's what it is right and what's is how how could that be different well the way that that's changing is online buying right 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 um i I think honestly i can't couldn't tell you what the last no yeah i know the last game that i bought from our our local store was um uh the the it was tokaido and that was like three years ago right i only buy games from the local store when i have gift cards and stuff like yeah um i I don't mind shopping there but like i'm lazy and I, I can just order I can, stuff off Amazon. I can, yeah, I can get exactly. I can just go to Amazon yeah. and get exactly what I want, and and I know I'm just putting more money in Jeff Bezos's pocket, but it's. I mean, it's a good. It's easy, man. It's easy. Somebody recently told me that Amazon is going to start moving some more shipping centers close to us, to where we may be able to get same day delivery. Oh. I will put all the money in Jeff Bezos's pocket. I don't care. He's a rich dude. I don't care. He's going to like reinvent healthcare or something. So, do you hear about that? I heard something about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a weird thing, and I and you know, I, I I am conflicted about that in in some ways, but I mean, he built a he built a better system. And the way we know he built a better system is because so many people are using it. And right. He's so rich, right? Myself included. Right. I'm using it, and yeah. I love it. And I'll, I won't give it up. Yeah. I care about more than that than Apple. That says something. It does actually, so. yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna do one more here. This is from Doctor Wix. Uh, can sport board games succeed in a world of sport video games? What things can a sports board game do better than a sports video game? What are the gold standard in sport board game design? So I'm not a I'm not a the person who plays sports themed 
board games. I don't do that. Based on my feelings about sports, I would say that um, if you were to set fire to the board game, that would be less noxious fumes than if you were to set fire to a DVD. That's not at all helpful. <laughs> you added nothing to that conversation. Um, so it, 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 video games will always be more powerful in that area. Um, Action, pe- right? Yeah, period. Because 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 compu- video games, there's a computer there that can do a lot of modeling of statistics and randomization and artificial intelligence. Uh, uh, so you can play it against a computer uh, or against another human being, and especially with with the ubiquity of of you know online gaming now, you're never going to be starved for a, a human being to play against as long as you're playing a, a recent right. game, right? I mean, how many full simulation board games can you think of that are about a sport that's not racing? I know people talk about Blood Bowl. But I'm talking about a real sport. A real sport. I mean, that's like, basically football, but not. Well, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I haven't played it, right? But no, so, I, I I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell. Other than a racing game, right? right. I couldn't so, tell you. No. I mean, I can think of some ones that are limited. Like Bottom of the Ninth is a great game, but that is like about a scenario in baseball, and right. it's quick and it's fun. Yeah, and it's not. You know what I mean? It's um because that simulate full simulation is is hard to do. Yeah, uh, in a way that's not overly cumbersome. Yeah, and video games excel at not making it overly cumbersome by automating things. Yeah. See, I, I feel like if there was going to be a market, the market would be there by now. Right, right, right. Yeah, with right. the growth, the growth that this industry has had in the last, call it five years, I, I feel like if there was an opportunity, if there was a market for people to start playing a football board game, there there would be that product would be on the market right, right. now, and it would be doing well. And the problem is too, like it's not like a video game to where every year they release a new john madden or something right yeah um you can't do that with with a with a board game and if you want it to be real with real players mm-hmm. you have to otherwise it's outdated right. immediately and uh, i mean let's be honest uh, real sports fan already have their rpg it's called fantasy football fantasy baseball season. right right i mean so that's yeah. that's their rpg yeah. True right story um so that's that's the access that's the you know the call it tabletop uh in on on that stuff. So I, I, yeah, so I don't, I don't think there's going to be any time in history or in our future where tabletop gaming gets into sports, sports themed stuff where it beats out video games, especially as video game technology gets better and better and better. I agree. So, all right. Oh boy. That was a lot of questions. Thanks Mm. to everybody who sent in your questions. Thank you, especially to Andrew who just, just boy. And there were, I think four more, maybe five more that I skipped. Sorry for those people. <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, had some emails from, from Andrew. Oh, I have some emails too that we should do at some point, but we okay. are literally out of time today. Okay, cool. So, so thanks everybody for listening to the show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to your Billy Game Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at podcastbtg. Jason is at Jason or Napoleon underscore design. You can like us on Facebook and give us a five star review on iTunes and give us a uh, give us a call. I mean, at uh, 770 Uh Go to our website, billygamepodcast.com and uh, 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 download our podcast in places and buy our games from different places and come on back next week and we'll we'll talk about crap again and stuff and probably maybe pitch a game next time I don't know we'll see bye good night
Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. God, Rob is so smart. Mm-hmm. I like him. Mm-hmm. Rob Couch, he's a smart guy. Yep.